0: This week on Ultra 64, we go for Olympic gold and wind up with like tin or nickel or something.
1: Whatever they give for 14th place, that's, one, <laughs> that's the one we got.
0: All right, welcome to Ultra 64, the comprehensive Nintendo 64 podcast. I am Steve Gutlande.
2: I'm Nicole Matisse, Oh, yeah. W- them this week.
1: <laughs> I'm sorry. I was supposed to go second. I already confused yeah. myself. I'm Woody Zaskowski. I'm always here. <laughs> <laughs> we're all
0: out of order. Today, we are traveling back to that uh, blessed age of 1998 and the na- magical Nagano Winter Olympics with a double dose of crap uh, for recording that era. Um, so, the games we're going to be talking about today are Olympic Hockey 98, Nagano 98, and Nagano Winter Olympics
1: 98. Now Wait, hold on a second, Steve. Yes. I, I think you're already misleading our listeners. Okay, um, we're,
0: we're gonna we're gonna talk briefly about winter hockey, and we'll explain why. in In our research for this, uh, we well neither of us have ever played this hockey game because why would we? Uh, but in the research for the game, we discovered that it's actually just a reskinned version of Wayne Gretzky 3D
1: Hockey. Uh, which we will cover on a later. Episode.
0: Which we will cover. So I am just going to give like the 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 little the the hit by hit, the, the the highlights of winter hockey. A couple of interesting facts that I found. Uh, so the most interesting fact is that it was uh, released on February twenty third, nineteen ninety eight. <laughs> That's the most interesting. <laughs> That's the most interesting fact. fact. It's the day after the Winter Olympics ended. Uh, it, so it was the first game developed. It was it was published by Midway, and it was the first game ever developed by Treyarch. Uh which we all know is one of the most successful video game companies of all time, thanks to the Tony Hawk series, uh the Spider-Man licensed movies, and Call of Duty. So they, they got really, really uh huge after this. But this game was widely derided, and to this day it is still the lowest scoring game in the history of IGN. Uh they gave it a zero out of zero. <laughs> a zero out of ten. 0. <laughs> zero, zero out of zero is a great percent. That's the best you can hope for. Yeah, it earned a zero out of zero because. Was, so Wayne Gretzky 3D Hockey was one of the earliest games to come out for the N64, and uh, it was fairly well received. And then they released the sequel, Wayne Gretzky Hockey '98, which was identical. It was the identical game. Uh, I think they just changed a couple of uniforms around. And then two months after that, they released this game, which is just a reskinned version of that. And the IGN, this is a very '90s comment, but they even said that the uh, the cheat codes that you can enter are the same. Like everything was the same except they just changed the. I think they changed the title sequence and the uniform colors.
1: All right. Well, I'm going to stop you there, Steve, because that yes. was a lot of uh, was that a was lot. a lot of jibber jabber about a game we didn't play today. I <laughs> um, just thought
0: that was interesting. We're going to get it would to that. Save one. save your interesting
1: crap for when we actually play <laughs> that game because today we played the extremely memorable, extremely mm-hmm. thrilling, so much to talk Nagano about Olympics '98, which contained a whopping 14. Different events, is that something right? Yeah, like that? something
0: crazy. I, um, I, I lost count.
1: Each one more thrilling than the last. I believe our uh, the first event. My mentality was like, well, that wasn't that fun, but maybe the next event will deliver. We did this about fourteen times in a row until I, we got to curling, where uh, I had a lot of hope for curling,
0: uh, and that really was the biggest, <laughs> most confusing letdown of all of them. <laughs>
1: Whenever you're in a situation where your hopes for fun are riding on curling, yes. you are you are in deep trouble. So we, we enlisted Nicole
0: for this because, uh, I mean, I, don't, I can't really speak for you, Woody, but I have no interest in the Olympics. I've never really watched it. But you're okay. Nicole, you're a, a bit of an Olympics head. You're a bit of a, of a medal chaser.
2: I usually pay attention to the Olympics. I don't really That's I all we watch can ask. events that I find entertaining. but
0: Would you watch any of these Winter Olympics sports that we played today uh, for entertainment value?
2: Yeah, ski jump's actually really cool when it's not in this game. Okay, sure. Um, snowboarding is always fun. Uh, speed skating, cool.
1: Okay, the, all right. The yeah. thing that entertained me most about this game was imagining watching, as if <laughs> we were watching us um, compete in these events in yes. real life, because there, our ski jumping routine went... So even though this is a four-player game, you essentially are all taking turns on all the events. Even for um, Bobsled, which has four people in the sled, there's no cooperative, anything like that. They're no. all just taking turns. So our runs for Ski Jump, where I went and fell fell down. Yeah. Nicole went, fell down out of the entrance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Steve went, caught air, and then tilted fully sideways. And then landed <laughs> on my face yeah. somehow. And so I just really imagine the audience having paid hundreds of dollars, thousands of dollars to fly to Nagano, get olympics <laughs> tickets, see these three people competing who have no idea how to do anything. Just a couple of random hobos that stumbled into the olympics
0: and like grabbed uniforms and skis and just and that went was
1: for it. the that was the recurring theme with all the events is they would provide sort of they would have a picture of the stick and the a button and it would say move and power, but it yeah. gave you no indication of what power did or when you were supposed to press it, or how any of that mentality worked. Um, well, let, let me let me no. back us up okay. here. We'll we'll ta-
0: let me give a, a slight oh, overview. I'm, just, I'm so excited about I, this. I game. am so thrilled about this. <laughs> okay, so uh, this game was released here in the United States on January tenth, nineteen ninety eight. Uh, and it was published and developed by Konami. It was also released in play- on PlayStation and in the arcade.
1: Okay, so Konami is like a good company. They're good. Yeah, they're like... a good, reliable company. Yeah. Okay, um, I just I just want to put
0: that out there. Still a powerhouse to this day. Yeah, uh, but this this was lazy and half-assed. So the different events we have to compete in in this game: uh, Alpine skiing. Slalom skiing, snowboarding half pipe, slalom. Okay, wait, hold, hold on a second. Yes.
1: Alpine skiing, slalom skiing. I just yes. want to point out that many of these events that you're going through a list are yeah. almost identical. They're mostly identical. Alpine skiing and slalom play on the same course, and alpine you still have to go through the flags you or you get disqualified. And it's uh, the same,
0: and snowboarding is exactly the same thing, except you just have one board instead of two. But it controls identically. It controls identically. Everything's the same. Uh, you get speed skating, uh, you get bobsleigh. There's
1: speed skating. You get 500 or 1,500 meter race. We decided we, we not to do We were very both. bored by the <laughs> end of 500. And so to do triple that long, we, we skipped that event.
0: Mostly we did, yeah. And then there was, it was the same with, uh, what else was it that had the two dif- different options? Didn't. Uh, well,
1: the oh, jump. the ski jump. The ski jump had But we did options.
2: that because we felt Because we were figuring so it <laughs> out.
1: We felt like by the fourth time, we must understand the mechanic of spe- ski jumping. It nope. Was,
0: it was early in our playthrough, and we still
1: gave a shit, so we were trying. Uh, by by the middle of the game, we no longer gave a shit. Yeah, we started started giving less and less time to each event as we went through curling. It was throw one weight. Yeah. That's it.
0: Uh, so we also have bobsleigh, we have luge, we have ski jumping, we have freestyle ski. Well, I already said freestyle skiing, and then uh, curling, as we mentioned. Mm-hmm. So there were sixteen playable nations in this game, and uh, that's generally. All there is to talk okay, about wait, this game. It I want Street to complain more. I want to complain more. Oh, well, okay, hang it's... on. I, I, I want to give a little background on the Olympics themselves. <gasps> okay. Okay. Fine. This 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 Winter Olympics was notable in a couple ways. First of all, it made me realize where Nagano was and that it was a place.
1: Okay.
0: Uh, so that's good for trivia if you're ever <laughs> knowing the future. Nagano was in Japan. <laughs> so see, it's the capital of the I Nagano it's Prefecture still in Japan, in right? Western Japan. Yeah, still okay. uh,
1: still and there. They haven't moved it yet.
0: So here's why uh, the Nagano Olympics were notable. It was the first time snowboarding was uh, a contested event, which is a big deal. Uh, the U.S. has since become pretty dominant in that sport. We had 24 medals total, 10 golds. Uh, we're the most dominant in that particular sport. It was also the first year that women's hockey was contested, and the women's hockey team went undefeated and uh, destroyed Canada three to one in the finals. So, yeah, so they 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 were pretty great. Uh, Ross Rabaglietti became the first person to ever win a gold medal in snowboarding, but he almost didn't get it because of uh, marijuana usage. Uh, and There's No, uh, but, that was but not
1: one of the events in the game. Marijuana smoking is not
0: yeah. an event. <laughs> and Nicole's playing with my amiibos.
2: I'm
1: glad we can continue. I didn't even know we had
2: these. Oh, yeah, I have some amiibos.
1: Maybe you should take that as a hint as to your Olympic facts, Steve, <laughs> and maybe people it's listening getting, it's to the getting Nintendo better. 64 it's getting better. podcast.
0: Uh, Tara Lipinski became the youngest ever gold medal winner in a winter, winter Olympic sport. Uh, she was 15, and she won in figure skating, and I don't know if that holds today, but at the time, and she's kind of like a minor Olympic celebrity now in, the, in that I know who she is.
2: Well, she does announcing.
0: She's an games. announcer now, right, yeah. yeah, yeah, So, but but that was a big deal at the time. Other than that, there's nothing else to say, so let's, well, let's get into there's this. there's one uh, important thing to
1: say, which yeah. is that it's the Olympics that gave birth to this great game. Oh, now that's you know, true. Not Winter Olympics 98. <laughs> oh, no,
0: no. One, one more thing. One more important thing that I forgot to note down. But uh, this was the first time curling had been played since 1924. It had been retired because it was confusing and weird. <laughs> and then they brought it back this year. So keep in mind that when you're playing the curling mode on this... Uh, it's this came out uh, about a month before the actual Olympics happened. So if you're not like a hardcore Olympics
1: head or anything, and
0: you're playing this well, game, you or, have no idea what's happening. Or with this if you didn't game.
1: grow up on the border to Canada and only receive Canadian TV growing up, and See, you're like, yeah, you you actually hey, had some bearing in this. I want to watch the Simpsons on TV. Nope, they're showing curling. Yeah, we, this was my upbringing. We we grew up in Colorado, and this wasn't a thing. Yeah, yeah so the
2: curling would not play at a time when people were watching TV. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. in our. Uh, yeah, curling was on all the
1: time growing up and people That's would just crazy. it was it's a really goofy sport to watch cuz people will slide and just be sweeping like crazy and the guys throwing the rocks will just be yelling. So, it'll just be the sound of people of uh, the shoes kind of squeaking and then guy the guys throw the rock just yell to try and dictate what direction they should go cuz the guys sweeping aren't actually looking. Yeah. So you just see a guy roll the rock over the ice and be like, "Yeah!" yeah! <laughs> and then two guys just frantically sweeping. Um, uh, yeah, we definitely got in an argument playing this game as to whether or not sweeping makes the rot go faster or mm. slower. So uh, listeners, write in, tell us. I, I definitely, I do, be- <laughs> I do believe it's faster. Right? Yes, that was my that, that is it my makes understanding.
2: sense. I just. It looked like they were slowing it down in the opponents I was playing. So. That's,
0: that's entirely on the
2: game. Look, yeah. Looks <laughs> in
1: this game can be deceiving, because this game had real shitty graphics. It did. It Everyone did. was real blocky. They had... looked like
0: Dick Tracy villains. Like They had these gigantic <laughs> faces with these weird... Like Nicole's character was from Italy, and it was perpetually frowning. Yeah, just this big, gigantic, weird. Front. We we couldn't confirm whether or not these were the names of actual. I think we competitors. can confirm that
1: they were not. They probably Being as there was like broody, and they just had really goofy. There was names. a there was an
0: Italian competitor named Fungi. Yeah, which I felt. I mean, and I don't want to disrespect anybody out there with the surname Fungi. I mean, it could be a thing.
1: <laughs> well, that's something I thought was goofy too. If you're excited enough about the Olympics yeah. go buy a Nintendo sixty four game just, yeah. that takes place. The fact that there's no actual Olympic competitors is pretty lame. Yeah, you know, it yeah. seems like they would you would want at least a couple superstars from each country in different events, but you just pick your country.
0: But also, you don't and really know who the superstars are going to be necessarily, right? I mean, I guess if there's returning well, competitors, sure. Nicole, I mean, are... but the
2: World Championships would have been the previous year, so you'll have people who are they should going, know who's competing yeah. okay. at
0: least. So you have to compete. You have to qualify in like a championship. To to earn your passage into the Olympics, is that right?
2: Um, it depends on the sport. Okay, but mm. because it's nationally, like they select for each nation, so it might.
0: But if it's ski jumping, you can't just wander under the field and <laughs> steal an did. outfit
1: and fall down. Yes, I would say no. <laughs> I believe every event that we played in, there were there's 16 countries in this game. I think. Yeah. I think every event that we competed in, we got 14th, 15th, and 16th.
0: We, um, yeah we, we did not it, beat the best score
1: even once yeah. we, on any we round. didn't beat the thirteenth score no. even once no. and yeah. this was insane because like the slalom or the downhill, the best score would be like a minute thirty, and I yeah. think our fastest score with any of us was about two minutes okay and yeah, there was yeah. no so we were thirty seconds behind, which is huge, and there was no indication for how to even go faster no. Okay, it's it's very vague. Let's
0: let's go through this event by event because we we actually sat down and did the work and we played every event in this. Uh,
1: oh, and so work it was. It
0: <laughs> really was. It was. It kind of got to be a chore. So we start with uh, Alpine downhill. Yep. Uh, and you started real strong right off the gate. Yeah,
1: I was kicking ass, and then I realized that we had to go through gates. Yeah, you immediately
0: <laughs> went on the wrong side of the first gate. Two seconds, you were out. Yeah. So I did a little better on the next round, but I still missed one because uh, we're we're trying to play this on, like, an HDTV, and mm-hmm. even with the little converter box, like, it's still very blocky and hard to see. It was so hard to
1: tell what side of the gate you were actually supposed to go through. Plus
0: there's, like, a draw distance, you know, and, it, like, the, the track is being filled in like digitally as you're skiing down it so you can't really see super far ahead yeah uh but then nicole came through you did quite well that first
2: run no so i didn't do well the first time but then we accidentally played this one again (laughs) yes and that's when i was the only person to actually finish this event
1: (laughs) yes okay you were in shot ahead into 14th place (laughs) yeah in 15th and 60
0: it it was it was uh, a slaughter uh, so the next one was slalom, right? Yeah. It al- okay. It was Which Alpine is, slalom. Same
1: same course as mm-hmm. the downhill, but the um, the flags, the gates are much closer together.
0: It's slightly easier. Um, so okay, I guess we should say they they start each round with just like a, a Mario Party style brief description of your controls, mm-hmm. and they're all very simple controls. It's usually just control stick to move for for this for the downhill is control stick to move and hold the A button to edge, and it doesn't say what edge means. Uh, but we we kind of figured out it's just you you press and hold that if you need to make a really sharp turn.
1: Yeah, so yes, again, it tells you the basic controls, but again, it gives you no indication of what those controls do. There's no real context,
0: yeah, and this becomes especially problematic with uh, so we will say uh, downhill slalom was my best sport, I
1: think. You were the only one to finish that. I was the only one to finish, (laughs) and I
0: did pretty well on that, Uh, but still like (laughs) Yeah, you got 14th place. place. (laughs) So that's, that's our bar right now. If we hit 14th place, we did great. Uh, So we went to ski jumping next, which was the one I was kind of most looking forward to. Just because, like you said, that's the fun one to watch because it's really crazy how fast (laughs) fast and how high they're going. And like it baffles the mind how somebody actually gets good at this. Like, do you just how how do you stumble upon this particular skill? Do you have to grow up in like a ski jumping family or you just you, you live on the side of a mountain and it's how you get to school every day? Like, I don't know. That's a baffling thing to me. But people do it, and they're really good at it. We are not among those people. <laughs> no. um,
1: <laughs> well, not virtually, at least. This this I'm a very good I...
0: ski jumper in real life. <laughs> oh where, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just like my yeah, my my kung fu medals, exactly <laughs> that I've earned <laughs>
1: for
0: destiny. Um, so uh, this one it gives you the instructions of it just shows control stick, jump, and then it says the A button to land. Yep. All right, but it doesn't explain exactly what this means. So if you don't do anything, it'll say go, it'll say ready, and then your guy will sit there. You're gonna sit in that chair forever until we finally figured you do have to press the A button to make him do like this
1: little butt wiggle yeah. to indicate he's about
0: to jump. Then
1: you have to hold down on the stick. You have to hold and down. If you on the release stick, down on the stick, you'll, you'll jump right over. away, which is what Stephen Nicole did right from the start. So as soon as they came out, they just jumped. And landed right on their face. Yeah,
0: I thought it was like press down real quick to like trigger his movement and then he'll start going. But no, you need to press yeah, it I and hold you it. you are
2: selecting your angle. Yeah. Yeah,
1: so there's a little meter that says angle, but it gives that, you no indication of how to control this or what any of that
0: means. No. So, okay, so you, you have to hold, press and hold down on the stick until you get to the edge of the ramp and then you have to quickly press up mm-hmm. to make yourself jump. And uh, then you can, like, correct your trajectory a little bit while you're in the air, and you try and land it straight. Press
1: A to land.
0: Press A to land without breaking yourself. Yep, it Um, didn't
1: make any sense. We, uh, all our characters died. Um, We played that one a few times,
0: just because we wanted to try and figure it out. I wanted that to be fun.
1: Uh, And again, we were all about, uh... 100 meters short of the record. Um, well, very, no short. very short. No indication of how we should have done better. No. Uh, this one
2: I feel like there might be a way to do better, but we did not get there. We'd probably uh, have to spend several hours playing that oh, event. <laughs> we
1: already spent way too many hours. I think... <laughs> oh. And this just made me think,
0: like, you know, I think this is where I commented when we were playing that this this game was in arcades. Mm. So can you imagine, You this is like the ultimate, you know, they, they used to make like old people comment on how NES games were super hard mm-hmm. and it's because they were adaptations of arcade games and they were made intentionally hard so you would keep dropping quarters into it. Sure. Them. It was basically a big scam. So this was kinda like that. Like I think that's why the controls are so opaque. It's because they wanted people to keep wasting quarters trying to figure mm. it out.
1: I'm gonna I'm gonna disagree with you. I think that the controls were so opaque because people didn't put any effort into the making or design of this game, and just threw it as a very cheap crash grab into the Olympics. It's kind of like a licensed game, yeah, um, where so, they're just trying to capture a moment.
0: I guess as a brief like diversion here, what, what's like a good a uh, Winter Olympic or a good Olympics game? Like what's Is there one? Is there one? I I think we we came up with track and field for the NES. (laughs) But I don't even know if track and
1: field is that good of a game. I mean, most of the mechanics are based on just hammering buttons. Yeah. I think it's okay because it's pretty intuitive of how to do most of the things. Right. Like they have a clay shooting uh, mechanic where you just press the corresponding button when the pigeon goes in. So it's easy. And also, the Summer Olympics has a bigger variety of events that don't feel as repetitive. But Well, in they.
0: I mean, the only they they keep making these games, like, and uh, they keep selling. I know. Do they are there
1: Winter Olympic games they make now?
0: Mario and Sonic at the Winter Olympics was one of the best selling games on the Wii. Like it was a big, big, big hit, and uh, and that could be more just like because of the crossover of the characters, but it's also it is basically just this. It's just little mini games, basically. But
1: you get to wiggle wobble, right?
0: You get to wiggle wobble as as one loves. But what were we saying, Nicole?
2: Oh, so I was just going to say, I think the difference. I was going to say, I think this might be fun on a Wii because, like, Wii Sports was actually really fun.
1: It was fun so, because it was intuitive. Like you could exactly. Yeah, this is not intuitive. No, I'm sure. I have not played Mario and Sonic of the Olympic Games, but I'm sure it is a more polished game. I bet it's more fun. This, I, yeah. I
0: I can't imagine it's less fun. Boy. Boy, me neither. Even with the motion controls, which I hated, but I don't know. Okay, so what, so what came after ski jumping? Was this where we got into speed skating?
1: Yeah, I think the speed... It was either speed skating or snowboarding. Um, it was snowboarding. snowboarding. You're right, it was snowboarding. So there was a half pipe. You're going too slow, Steve. Oh my
0: god, no, you know what it was? It was alpine freestyle. What? remember where we're supposed to do the fl- the flips and tricks on our skis? Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> Which we totally With forgot to begin, about Again,
1: I have no idea how this works. This um, this is a track and field this was style. It's probably our most confusing event because you pick your trick before you start, and the tricks are DFF,
0: L-T-T-R-F-F. I don't know what they I was they... about to
1: say DTF, but DTF. I know that, that is something else. RSSFBI. Um, yeah. Yeah,
0: it's yeah, they don't really tell you what they are. I mean, maybe Okay, Olympic Insider, do you have any uh, idea what these were?
2: No.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for that insightful color commentary. I love that you leaned into the microphone
0: like you're at a deposition.
1: (laughs) Um, So, yeah, basically you select your trick, um, and then as you go down, you pound on the B button for power. Mm -hmm. um, And then the other button was landing, but again... No, it, you have no control over the trick once you get in the air. No. The person just kind of does it, and none of us managed to land anything and you're, just by yeah. repeatedly pressing the landing button yeah. before landing.
2: Yeah, I tried just holding it down, too, but it just makes no sense. The point
1: is, we applied the scientific method here, people. We, we Don't don't say we didn't try.
0: No, and we we, we strained our forearms in the great tradition mm-hmm. of track and field, mm-hmm. you know, where you're supposed to jam on mm-hmm. the buttons until you feel pain. Um,
1: there were, there yeah. are sort of... Um, Sometimes I feel like offshoots of these kind of things are Olympic-style event games that aren't necessarily at the Olympics. Like, yeah. there was an NES game called Caveman Games. Caveman um, Games was fun. That was kind of goofy. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's yeah. another NES game called Crash and the Boys Street Challenge, uh-huh. which has a similar art style as River City Ransom. It does. And yeah. I feel like those games, I don't know, they can put a little more emphasis on being fun because they're not as dependent on the rules of having to, like, slalom through different gates and things like that. And
0: I I can't yeah. tell if they were going for, like more realism here and that's why they weren't uh, leaning into the fun or goofiness of it
1: well i think they were definitely going for more uh more realism as evidenced by we'll talk about snowboarding now yeah the first snowboarding event was the half pipe again you pick you pick all eight of your tricks that you're going to do on the half pipe and all these tricks i don't mean when you compare it to something like tony hawk which would i don't know would it come out before this or
0: tony hawk i think came out after do okay. so the same year. Don't quote me on that. I'll, sure. I'll double check. But the point is, like, yeah. Tony
1: Hawk has, like, exciting tricks that yeah. look cool and are fun. Um, this, your most exciting trick was, like, grab the front of the board, which is realistic. This, but this was not making exciting. me
0: think, uh, this was making me compare it unfavorably to 1080, okay. which has a mode like this where you're in a half pipe and you're just trying to do tricks. <laughs> I will go out on a limb and say that the snowboard half pipe was my favorite minigame here.
1: And you, your your method for playing this was to select the simplest trick yes. eight times in a row. It gives you a little input command to do yeah. that. So you just press the input. So Steve was just up AA. Up, up AA, AA. Every time. Eight times in a row. And uh, uh, I did very poorly. Yes, we all did poorly. The USA judge gave us all zeros. They were very
0: hard. But like we said, USA is dominant in snowboarding. They're very picky about it.
1: But
2: yeah. So I. I would agree that this was probably the most fun. because oh. you got to be a little creative. Oh.
0: It was and, a little better. It was you like,
2: know, it, it actually oh. made sense. That's what I really liked about it. I was like, oh, you just press the commands, and that's it. It was
0: basically, like, it was a quick time event. No, don't misunderstand me. It was still boring as hell.
2: Yeah.
0: All right, do you, do you, what was your favorite? Do you have a favorite? I don't right? know. I Is just, there one, it, though, do it, you think it, was better
1: than this? It, I don't know. I'll get back to you on that. Okay. It's just, literally, the half pipe was press three buttons in a row, yeah. and it, it, the, the fact that it was the best game there is so sad. That's sh-
0: That tells you all you need to know, really. All right, what did we do after... Uh, okay, then it was uh, Snowboard Swolem, yeah, which swall- is... is the I same main, as we've this. said it. We've yep. said it. Um, exactly. Then it was speed skating. Okay, and this was... It started mixing it up a little bit, so you're supposed to toggle back and forth on your L and R buttons uh, to try and maintain kind of the rhythm of speed skating... And you also have a stamina bar, so you need to like be careful. You have to keep an eye on it. Um, I, Again, with the opacity, I couldn't tell if it was better to wait for your marker to go all the way to the far edge of the bar and hit it while it's in the red. Or wait till it's closer to the middle. I hit think it, while it's it was better.
1: I think it was about maintaining a rhythm um, on both ends and doing. I I don't know. I guess I would say this was probably the thing that I liked the most, even really? though I didn't like it. Yeah. Um, okay. Because to me, hitting the L and R buttons to control each leg and sort of fall into a rhythm sort of matched. Yeah. What made sense for speed skating to me. Even I mean, I wouldn't want to play it ever again. But like um, it it act it was the only event that really sort of seemed to like feel like what the real event was. It's the yeah. control seemed intuitive to the real thing.
0: Nicole, this was the one you did the best on, I think. How did how did you feel about it?
2: Um I think mean it was Well, I I went third, so I had an advantage in that I yeah. saw how they got really tired really quick when you did it quickly? <laughs> so
1: yeah, I had to go first on all of these events,
2: so mm-hmm. I think I yeah. did the worst. He had a disadvantage. Yeah,
0: yeah, you you had to you had to, you dive was, in feet first. And try I was, to most it out. 16th, <laughs> the was most
1: commonly in sixteenth, whereas Nicole was most commonly in fourteen. Yeah, um, yeah. Norway really dropped the ball. All these Olympic events. All right, let's keep moving. S- Steve. Speed
0: skating was one of the ones that gave us the op- option to do a five hundred meter and a fifteen hundred meter. We just did the one. Yeah, we didn't feel like we needed to drag this out. Uh, This brought us to, I think Bobsleigh was next, right?
1: Yep, that sounds right. This
0: one uh, sucked. This one was horrible. Yeah, we
1: never really, again, never really figured this one out. All
0: right, so your commands are A for power, B for ride on, and then the stick for steering. Yep. So, you know, the people who've seen the bobsled before, you start out four guys pushing a big sled. Pound on A to run. That's that's what you do, and then uh, you're supposed to... I think we did figure out that when the green light flashes, you're supposed to hit the B button to make one guy get in, then the next and the next.
1: But nothing, none of the controls respond very quickly, so it wasn't clear no. if that was really doing anything.
0: No, Woody, I think, was the only one to actually get off to a good start. You made it up <laughs> to the starting line, got all four of you guys in, and you made it a good way down the track.
1: Steve hilariously started running his guys. <laughs> I did not press <laughs> the button to get the last guy on. I pushed so he just three. sort of fell down, and he, the sled went down, and you saw him... The last guy slowly waving as the sled goes <laughs> he, down. He
0: actually looked like his body language is very forlorn. I, yeah, I'll give yeah, Konami points for yeah. that. They, he looked like, oh, come on. And then, Nicole, you got all four in.
2: Yeah, but see, the thing was, I was listening to Steve's directions. Which you should never so- do. I My people got into the sled way too quickly.
1: Yeah, yeah. She was very <laughs> and, slowly going down the flat yeah. at about 10 miles an hour for yeah. about 10 seconds yeah. before she actually hit the downhill. But and, the
2: thing I disliked was all. it seemed like everyone, you lost at the same point. You'd get to this one turn and everyone yeah. just fell out of the thing. It was just kind of... Yeah, yeah no, nobody
1: finished bobsled at all. No, I mean, I imagine that you're supposed to control and turn with the curves in order to not topple, but yeah. it was too hard. So we moved on to luge after this. Which, which... is the same as bobsled, you just hold, press it, L and R. Yeah, repeatedly. it combined
0: a little bit of the speed skating controls. You're supposed to build up power by quickly tapping on L and R, and that's supposed to simulate you pushing out with your arms, sure. and then you steer. Uh, I didn't make it very far on this one either. No. I, I don't know if anybody did better on it, but it's the same as bobsled.
2: Yeah.
0: Uh, Is this where we get to curling? Is this finally curling? I think it is. All right. Uh, So curling, like we were looking forward to it. It sounded fun. And then it immediately, it's in a completely different format than the rest of the game. Every other game so far had been like a little mini game, a little self-contained thing. And we as the human
1: players were the only one competing. We were it.
0: And then all of a sudden it jumps in and it starts curling and it's in a tournament bracket for some reason. And it picked Nicole, who was the third player, to go first against, against the computer. Yeah, and me and Woody didn't get to play at all. It
1: paired it paired one player against the computer. Yeah. There's about six, eight different matches going on in the bracket, and so it was Nicole alternating with the computer, and yeah. it made us watch all of the computer's moves. Um, and just, yeah, like Steve said, we didn't get to play at all.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, I did four turns, and then I actually won the first. Round, but then I realized there were four rounds, so we just gave up because it took too long. It was
0: it was bizarre, and I mean, again, this this had the potential to be kind of fun, you know. There uh, seems
1: to be no mode. Is this? I mean, this is super insane. There's yeah. no if on the super bizarre chance that you wanted to play a curling video game with your friend. You're both really into curling, okay. and um, you were like, "Hey, I got this get Olympic game, and it has curling in it." I don't think that there's any mode where you could set it up to just play a curling match yeah. against your friend. It all has to be in this tournament format where they have a bunch of computer teams, so you'd have to play through all of them to match up. It's super weird that it's, it's really set up strange. That
0: way. Yeah, it, it just doesn't work, and it's just it's clumsy and awkward. And like I said, like you're playing this game before the Winter Olympics come out. If you're so excited about it, you bought this day one, you have no idea what's going on with curling. Like you, you've, you haven't seen this unless you're in your 80s. You know, you, you don't know what this is. Well, uh, and okay, it, it's really strange. And again, like we said, unless you're near the border, yeah. like some kind of weirdo. Okay. Uh, <laughs> well, that is uh, Nagano Winter Olympics '98. I think we we kind of did it to death. Um, so I guess how we're long, gonna. How, t-
1: how long do you think we played this game? It's did it, we play like we got here
0: about seven. I think we pl- we played about an hour and a half almost. Okay, Uh, close to that hour, hour fifteen minutes. Okay, we we played it quite a bit more than it. Oh, there's
1: also there's another mode we played in the Olympic mode where you can choose the event that you want to play in. Yeah, Um, there's a championship mode where you'll just go from one event to the next and it'll track your overall progress. Um, Again, since none of the events are any fun, this mode is irrelevant. I can't recommend Um, it. No, but.
0: Uh, all right, well, let's move on to our rankings. This is where we uh, we keep an active list of uh, where we rank each game in the Nintendo 64 so catalog go,
1: as we play it. Are um, you going to go through our rankings for every game, for every episode? No.
0: Eventually, <laughs> uh, it's going to get long enough that I'm just going to be like, you know what? Just uh, I'm going to wow. put a widget on the website, and you can go look there. Okay. Uh, so, so far, Woody's ranking is uh, Banjo-Kazooie. Sure. Fighter Destiny 2. Yeah. Mario Party, yeah, Fighter Destiny 1, or Fighter's Destiny, yeah, Space Invaders. Yep. All right, so where does uh, Nagano Winter Olympics 98 rank?
1: Well, Space Invaders, I have some good news for you. (laughs) You are no longer at the bottom of my list.
0: It's coming Uh, back, baby.
1: Space Invaders was sort of the borderline, uh, or the baseline of fun, or the baseline of being a functional game. Yeah. Um, This was one of the least functional games I have played in a long time. Yeah. I didn't expect... I thought this game would be, I expected this game to be boring because usually Olympics games are boring, but I didn't expect it to so many events to be so unplayable and confusing and just not fun. Even the events that were made sense, like the slalom or snowboarding were just super boring or, um, and pretty much all of the other events were basically unplayable, mm-hmm. and there's a bunch of repeated events, and it's even it's just super lazy too. If you yeah. are into Olympics and into, I mean, the game looks terrible, yeah, um, and it has no, uh, I don't know, it has no real Olympic atmosphere or ambiance. There's no uh, commentary. There's no, no announcers. Yeah. That's um, weird, right? Yeah.
0: You feel like for a sports game, you would
1: have something,
0: like some kind of chatter going on. There's a
1: replay after every uh, after every run, but you, you don't want to see it. You get We didn't
0: even mention the soundtrack, which sounds like uh, the theme music to Baywatch Nights or something. I like, don't even really, remember. I didn't even notice anything about this, the soundtrack. It's just this cheesy, like, boring 90s guitar, and it's really stupid. And then when you actually play the game, it's just dead silent except for this wind that I, I commented while we were playing that it sounds like pole position. That loud grating Atari sound effect that they use oh, for the hypnotone yeah. thats what it sounded like to me while you're trying to s- ski downhill. So yeah, that uh, I'm I'm with you. I think it's a uh, uh, bottom of the barrel. Space Invaders at least was you know modestly diverting while we were playing it.
1: But it was unremarkable. You could it was Play it the same time in Space Invaders. Sure. Like This there's no like if you're doing the speed skating, you can't do a split screen where you're racing against yeah someone else. It's sluggish. Turns. It's
0: so. It's awkward. Uh, Nicole, your list right now <laughs> currently has Mario Party on it. Would you say this is better or worse than Mario Party?
2: I would say worse. <laughs> <laughs> um, it, I mean, I don't play very many video games, but this one almost makes me want to play other video games just <laughs> because it was so. It just had you just no want to direction. Be reminded I they want, could be fun. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm getting a hang of which buttons to press, but it didn't really help me in this game.
0: Yeah, I felt like there wasn't really a learning curve. It was just you kind of trying to defeat the game. It's like I don't know, like the game is working against you. Uh, like it doesn't want you to learn its mysterious secrets. Uh, and I, I don't know, it, it, but it's just so drab. There's just no point.
1: So how long is this game going to be at the bottom, Steve? When are we going to play against? When are we going to play... Uh, oh, man, I can't even think of a game off the top of my head that might be worse than I'm this. I'm
0: curious to see what's going to be worse. Uh, we might come up with it next week, because next week we are continuing our lovely wintertime theme that just happened to come up, and we will be playing Mortal Kombat Mythologies Sub-Zero. I don't know. Which I remember being pretty bad. I don't know what I you're talking know. about.
1: That game's going to be great. Uh, I don't know.
0: <laughs> we'll we'll see. It's, it's all the... Uh, the swift, fluid action of a Mortal Kombat game stuffed into an awkward platformer. So uh I'm excited. We'll see. Maybe it holds up better than I remember. But uh thank you very much for tuning in, everybody. Uh remember to follow us uh on Twitter. We're at, at Ultra64 Podcast uh we're that's to say also the name of our website, which has a great little blog that I write with little reviews, and we have uh, it's it's a very nice uh, Squarespace designed uh uh website which I like. You can email us, ultra64podcast.com, let us know how we're doing. I've gotten, and, um, um,
1: I've gotten two pieces of feedback so far from yeah. uh, from friends. The first one was pointing out how in our first episode you said that there was one Capcom game for the system, and there's, there's actually two. three. There's three? What's the there's third? There's three. Uh, magical Tetris Challenge? That's a Capcom Something game?
0: Something like that? Oh shit, I um, not know And that. the
1: other one okay. was somebody criticizing my word choice of talking about Uh, pressing the reset button when in fact it's a switch, or something like that. Zach was giving me crap about something or other. The
0: the reset button, the the reset is a button, the on-off
1: switch. Yeah, that was probably it. I said button for the on-off. So my point is, we have a bunch of nerds following us. Yes, so... Email but, us about pen, pedantic crap. You, we love we it. Said we love wrong. it. We love it.
0: And nerds uh, write in and let us know. Uh, yeah, and and get get on uh, iTunes. Give us a rating. It really helps us out if you give us a five star rating. Maybe write a little review or
1: give us a one star rating. Talk no. about Talk about how Woody's annoying and Steve give dominates it. the podcast, and they need to get Woody on there more. <laughs> we'll discuss this. Okay, <laughs>
0: <laughs> we'll, we'll we'll amend your contract. All right, well, thank you very much for listening. Tune in next week for Mortal Kombat Mythologies. I've been Steve Gunley.
2: I've been Nicole Vitice.
0: Uh I've Woody Siskowski. And thank you very much to our lovely guests for being
1: here. Thank you. Yay! Oh, yay. You, had so my way. Way. you had to play this horrible <laughs> game with us.
0: <laughs> All right, night, everybody.